Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 149th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're going deep, guys. We're going to be discussing why the Black Lives Matter movement matters to us all. Before we dive deep, though, it's your favorite time of the day. I know, Khalil, you feel the same, right? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Exactly. So it's Tasha's monologue. So without further ado, I will get started here. First and foremost, for all of you who have downloaded the episode on the Podbean app by first going to WokenFree.com, bravo. Y'all are amazing. We adore you. And more importantly, that's how you can join the conversation. And given that we are talking about Black Lives Matter movement, we suspect that many of you might have a thing or two to say about the topic. So make sure you go and download the episode through the Podbean app. You can do it all from WokenFree.com. Now, if you're like, we love you, we rock with you, hells yeah, Black Lives Matter, just can't do another app, that's okay. It's okay. What you can do is make sure you're subscribed and following the show on whatever platform you're listening to. So if it's not through Podbean, but you're catching this through iTunes, you're doing this through Spotify, you're doing this through iHeartRadio, we're on 30 plus platforms, guys. We list it all on WokenFree.com on the Listen tab. So just make sure wherever you're listening, you're subscribed and followed, and that way you still can be a part of the conversation in that way. Now, when it comes to sharing, sharing is caring, absent racism, bigotry, discrimination, and of course, COVID-19. When will this ever end? No, it's a lot. It's, you know, it's trying. It's really, it's, it's, it's on our hearts and spirits, guys. But what is good to share is woken free, <laughs> especially more now than ever with the racial tensions at pretty much like an all time high in this country. I think this is a real, well, rather we think this is a really important episode to share with your friends and family because it's going to spark some conversation. And that's what we need to be doing. We need to be talking through these difficult times and through difficult conversations so that we can get to a better place and we can evolve as human beings. And now when it comes to social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, at Woken Free. So feel free to engage with us there. And then lastly, if you have 90 seconds, yes, 90 seconds, what can you do with that? You can do a lot with that, actually. But for our purposes, what we would love for you to do is to make sure you're reviewing the show on the platforms that you are listening to us on. So if you're on iTunes, Five-star reviews. Gracias. Much appreciated. Thank you. Whatever platform you're on, if you're doing this through TuneIn, if you're doing this through iHeartRadio, Spotify, any of the platforms, if you can review the show on the platforms that you're catching this on, that would be super bueno, muy bueno. And uh, with that, I think the, the, the scene has ended. What do you think? That was a good one. Gracias. I think you should do more of it. Very, very good. Every <laughs> week, come back for the show. Great. That's something to look forward to. <laughs> I can tell it with the enthusiasm in your voice, yes. Well, I mean, I look forward to a different part of the episode, and that's the part <laughs> where we talk about us. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to go somewhere different, but my mind is always going there. No. So- <laughs> 
I got to keep it very nice and clean. Clean yes. and nice. Yes. Ooh. As nice as possible, I guess. <laughs> okay, Sam. All right. And, you know, we share a little bit about us before mm-hmm. we actually get into the topic for the episode. Mm-hmm. Last time we asked, which is more your jam, strawberry or blackberry jam? This week we're asking, which cartoon character would you rather watch, Bugs Bunny or Mickey Mouse? Again, I'm going to have to go with neither as an answer because I'm more of a Mickey Minnie Mouse or a Daffy the Duck kind of gal. But if I absolutely had to choose, probably Bugs Bunny. And how about you? Oh, wow. Okay. So, you want Bugs Bunny? Mm-hmm. Well, you only went with that just because you didn't like Mickey Mouse more than you like Bugs Bunny or something. But. It's yeah, like I'm I'm I loved Minnie Mouse. So I you love... didn't watch the cartoons then, I guess either. Not a lot. Sometimes with my dad, but not a lot. Like I Looney was Tunes, I guess. Mickey Mouse bit. was hard because yeah. I mean I didn't. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know how I could I could have seen Mickey Mouse. I mean, he had mm-hmm. some cartoons, but Looney Tunes was all over Everywhere. the air. So yeah, that's kind of all that there was to watch. So naturally, that's why Bugs Bunny is my favorite. Yeah, as a kid, like, I was, like, a six-year-old watching, like, grown rated R stuff on HBO. Like, I was not so much a kid. Like, I was a kid physically, but mentally was, I feel, that's why I feel so old in my (laughs) young age, because I've been thinking about adult concepts and constructs for many, many years before I should have been. So, Hmm. that was, I really wasn't into, like, I lived Rugrats and, like, Doug and stuff like that, but. That mm. stuff is a lot newer than Looney Tunes, though. like that older the old Mickey stuff. Mouse Mm-mm. all right well we're gonna move to a little more serious topic than <laughs> these cartoon so. things that <laughs> are important to some people but mm-hmm. what is the black lives matter movement actually all about so this is a great question i think this is a good foundation for this conversation so first and foremost we like to keep it 100% honest on Woken Free because that's the only way to be Woken Free in life. Black Lives Matter movement, in my mind, what I've interpreted as, is a global movement that is bringing attention to the human rights issue that Black people are threatened with and dealing with, not only just in America, but around the world. To be Black in this world means your life is threatened. It means that you have rights that are denied. It also means that you are probably being persecuted economically, financially, educationally, criminally, and everything else, to be honest. It's a it's a sentence, really, uh, because of how other people are using and weaponizing blackness against us. And this movement does not deny that all lives matter. Of course, all lives matter because all lives are precious. Life is precious. But the, the issue with the movement and why it has to use the terminology, terminology of Black Lives Matter is because we have a crisis, a human rights crisis, where Black lives are endangered here in the United States and around the world. So that is why this is not just a movement important to people in the Black community, but it has to matter to us all. All right. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a good way to put it. Gracias. Um, I'd like just to add a little bit to that and that I think the issue comes with kind of the unequal treatment of black lives. Mm. So black lives aren't being treated as equal in terms of our justice system. Yes. So a lot of people will try to say, oh, look, if black lives matter so much, how come black people are killing black people? 
Well, I mean, Jesus. when you're in a little suburban town and there's no black people mm-hmm. and there's homicide, that's white people killing white people, right? And nobody <laughs> says anything about white on white crime, but black on black crime, that gets talked about. So let's really try not to use that false argument to yeah. say that because black people kill black people, they don't value their lives because mm-hmm. all people kill who, who people. kill people around them, right? <laughs> so if that's your immediate neighborhood... What do you think is going to happen? Of so course. I hate that idea that people try to say black on black crime. <laughs> yeah, the black yeah. on black crime because they never say white on white crime. So then don't mm-hmm. say it. That's just like and a racist have, thing. We ourselves have said that before. Oh yeah, we've and gotten caught so out there. Learned, yeah, yeah. Now we think about it. Yeah, we've yeah. been caught out there and saying, yeah, we know we mm-hmm. shouldn't do that. But it happens because you know if you're been, oppressed yeah. and you're in like poverty, more crimes going to happen, and the crimes going to be committed against the people you're near. Correct. It's not like you're going to say, you know what? Let me get on my private jet and I'm going to go <laughs> over to the other coast where I can go commit crimes against other people. I, I don't know. Exactly. Like, I mean, you're not doing that, right? Let's exactly. be real. And, and also <laughs> in poverty, those neighborhoods are over policed, so it's easier for cops to identify and to fill their quota, right? Of capturing drug dealers and da, 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 in in more impoverished and disenfranchised neighborhoods. So it's a that's what system, systemic racism includes and is all about and yeah. and we have to acknowledge that we cannot it's not, deny this. And and then another just another note on that is that now the blue lives matter, right? Well, Correct. of course, cops' All lives matter lives because humans matter. matter in general. That's yes. not at issue. The yes. issue is that there's people doing bad stuff and it's happening consistently Correct. against one group, which are black people and brown people. So yes. that's what we're talking yes. about. We're not saying that, oh, you know, this th- tear down the system. We didn't say any of that. No. <laughs> Let's just change the system for the better. Let The system should run on the laws that were Correct. established, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should just be... Running amok like this. All lives matter. All all Just black lives matter. All brown lives matter. Latinos matter. Yeah. Natives Everybody's matter. Lives. Indians I don't matter. Care who Every you are. doesn't I, you no matter what your job blue, is, right? It doesn't matter your job. Your job it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter where you all live. Matter, right? All human life matters. The crisis is that black lives are being threatened. Not just here, but everywhere. So that's why we have to actually have a movement directed for us, because otherwise it would the killing and the injustice would just continue with everyone just kind of blinking an eye and just being like, oh, well, and that's just not acceptable. Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to, you know, thinking about the black narrative and black lives, how and if are they currently threatened? I think they are currently threatened and it's. The, what the issue is, is, is that it's murders of our citizens by our mm. state. That's mm-hmm. what I think the issue is. Like I was saying earlier, it's not about what race is killing what race. Correct. It's literally about the state killing one particular group. And mm-hmm. that, that's a big issue. Now, I will say that, you know, there are some cases where there's armed threats, but we're mm-hmm. talking about unarmed black people here. Okay. And that's that's what I think is the biggest issue. I got this information from a Bloomberg article, actually. And it stated that in the U.S., African-Americans are two and a half times more likely to be killed by police than white people. Mm. For black women, the rate is 1.4 times more likely. And then a Washington Post article actually goes on more to say that although half of the people shot and killed by police are white, black Americans are shot at a disproportionate rate. They count for less than 13% of the U.S. population, but are killed by police at more than twice the rate of white Americans. Those numbers to me seem like there's a definite discrepancy. Jesus. This small population mm-hmm. being killed at a higher rate than the majority. Like that's 
Absolutely. But there's, there's something wrong there. I mean, I don't Absolutely. like even if you're not big into numbers, that doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, that this is just criminal a conversation around criminal stuff. But you know, you have to also you can and report do research it stuff too. and report it exactly. <laughs> there's always underreporting in all studies and yeah. all economic stuff. But like with with outside of criminal stuff, there's information out there that talks about how you know black people are economically disenfranchised. I heard recently that oh, um, you know that half of the homeless families in America are black, and that's like again, we're only 13 percent of the nation. How could we make up over 50 percent, 50 percent or more of all homeless families? Like we have to look at the systemic racism and the systematic breakdown in this country when it happens to black and brown lives because this is unacceptable and and if you uh i will share or we rather we will share an image that's really uh heartbreaking actually from npr where it talks about some of the lives that we've lost i mean it's it's too many actually to just go through it would would probably just make me start crying but we have eric garner we have john crawford the third michael brown Izel ford dante parker Michelle Cusso, Laquan McDonald, George Mann, Tanisha Anderson, uh, Brianna Taylor. I mean, George Floyd, it, it goes on and on and on. Sandra Bland, you know, this is unacceptable. These were people's, these people's lives mattered. They all have family and friends who cared about them and death is final, right? It's the one certain thing that we have in this world. There's nothing else certain other than death. The one thing you know is you're, when you're born, you are one minute closer to death. and so we have a very short time on this earth we owe it to ourselves to give each other equality no one is asking for special treatment people just want equal treatment equal rights to live where they want equal rights to get the jobs that they want equal rights to own property where they want just equality not special treatment just equality. And that is not too much to ask, ask for because it's something that needs to be ingrained and embedded in our society. What are we living for if we can't say and agree to equality? What exactly are we here for then? Because if we're, if we're not okay with that, then we're saying we're okay with injustice. We're okay with some people, the haves and the have nots. And why exactly do black and brown people deserve to be in the have nots? Right? Like, what, where are we going with this, guys? And the powers that be have to listen because, again, black people make up a minority in this nation. So for ultimate change to happen, what has to happen? The majority <laughs> has to act for yeah. the minority to be able they to... They have to agree that there's a problem is the thing. Because <laughs> I think yes. the big issue is they're saying there's no problem. It's been done this way, you know, forever. Why Correct. is there? Why is the system at fault? I think it's the people yes. that need to lift them up themselves up by their bootstraps exactly. and do something. Even though you're being suppressed by the government, I mean, what, like, I don't know what they would want us to do. Like, that's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, people are denying there's a problem. But now, fortunately, there's been a lot of attention being shunned on this issue. Yeah, people are taking notice (laughs) now, right? We're tearing down statutes. People will not be ignored. The, the revolution is going to be televised and it will continue to be televised until ultimate change happens. And that is not, again, too much to ask for because why wouldn't all lives deserve attention? We aren't spending enough time talking about black and brown lives in this country. This is a conversation just about the black lives, right? But ultimately we could do the same episode on natives. We could do the same episode on, on how Indians or how Asians or how Hispanics are treated in this country. Every single week, there are people dying, dying. <laughs> Why? Why is this happening? Why can't we do better? We, we can do better and we need to do better. Yeah. Now, you, you did mention earlier 
about the economic disparity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you can answer this question, but how does the Black Lives Matter movement, like, how do they approach that? Because whenever we see the Black Lives Matter movement, it seems like they're, mm-hmm. it's kind of like they're trying to have reform for, like, the police and Criminal stuff. And, but yeah. do they ever actually address economic disparity? There's... So that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, in the on the website, on WokenFree.com, we link to their website. So they're, I, I would imagine that there is content around that. I think publicly speaking, right, uh, people have a short tension span. So I think it would be too hard for them to, like, do press releases or press press conferences where they're like, so on finance, da, 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 and on health, and da, 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 and you know, like to I make think it's, for, like, I think we, we have to start somewhere, <laughs> and I think the biggest threat, right, with losing George Floyd, is the fact that we cannot continue to watch uh, murder in the street of unarmed black people, man or woman. We cannot continue to, to how can we ever be free if we can't go to bed at night without fear of police mistakenly shooting us in our, in our sleep, in our, in the comfort of our home. As you say, right? Human beings deserve comfort in one place in the space and that should, in this world and that should be your home. You should. Currently, yeah. we as black people don't have that because Breonna Taylor is the perfect she was example. She's literally in her home, yeah. Of being in her home and being killed. There was another person, I think he was playing, was he eating ice cream or, and playing video games and like that and the cop mistakenly came into his apartment thinking it was hers and shot him dead, right? Like, yeah, that you know, like one, yeah. we're not even safe. So people, could be like oh well so go indoors well we, we get killed indoors go outside we get killed outside. i mean it's like what do you want right yeah, like you, gotta have some spot. you have to have some place where we cannot just be killed uh aimlessly and that's currently not happening so that's why i i say this this has reached all-time high of a human rights issue because it's it, this is beyond color and creed and skin it's 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 human life that is in danger now for paying attention to the movement generally like i would say if you if you take into consideration economic criminal financial educational uh, health issues like all the you know there's a reason why black and brown lives are more threatened with covid-19 because historically we have we've developed more health issues in our communities cuz again go to go to any project you know in this country tell me how many salad bars you can find tell me comparatively to you know certain other foods that are cooked and offered in those neighborhoods like it's yeah. it's not like happenstance why black and brown lives suffer in this country and we we can open our eyes and see that you can look you can walk down these streets and see what's happening so whether you support the movement whether you know of a black person in your life whether you identify as being racist or not whether you uh ultimately think or not sure if 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 you agree with the movement you have to pay attention to it because for us to to have change we have to be the change we want to see and it's going to require all of us to come down and 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 really get real with ourselves and look at ourselves in the mirror and and say where do we stand on this matter as a black person where do i stand uh, as an activist where do i stand as a representative in my community where do i stand what can i do in my professional life what can i do in my personal life what can i do in my community we all have to play a role and it really systematically has to be that regardless of the color of your skin so that's why we have to pay attention and that's why we can't and like to your point we can't just look at one space we can't just be like okay even if we could solve all the the legal and the criminal justice issues and injustice against blacks that's one piece of the pie there's economics education health 
spiritual, the whole mantra, guys, the whole thing, the whole kabam needs fix, fixing. But what are your thoughts? You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast about being real and honest. I think that regardless of your love for country and your patriotism, I think you got to mm. be real and honest and just actually ask the question, does every life matter? Mm. If it does, then we need to do what it takes to protect everyone here. That's Correct. what I think, right? Correct. Is it right to be killed for petty crimes when no. the person wasn't a threat? Nope. And I even asked the question, what is truly a crime? Because mm. you can go back 10 years ago when some were given multi-year prison sentences just for possessing marijuana. Was that really just? That's mm. still on their record. They Correct. can't vote now. They can't get jobs. Is that really what we want this country to be about? To deny people Correct. freedoms? Correct. Especially for something that's not even a crime now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like In we made a mistake states, yeah. back. Mm-hmm. We made it. There was a mistake back then where it was considered a crime. Now it's not a Things crime have to be in many states. Yeah. I think you need to go back and, you know, overturn those cases, right? Because mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense to me to make that such it a criminal offense. It has to be offense. just and fair. Yeah, Absolutely. like that that's the issue. And, and everybody has to get the same treatment, too. Correct. It can't just be, oh, Sentencing you know what? has to be the same. Correct. Yeah. yeah, you can't say, oh, I have I have a lot of money, so I'm going to make up a disease called affluenza, and I'm going to get off on crimes that I did. But... <laughs> You know, I'm if I, if I'm impoverished, nope, I get the the longest sentences mm-hmm. that I can ever get. Absolutely. So that makes no sense. You can't do stuff like that. Like that, mm-hmm. we gotta eliminate that. It's no bueno. No bueno. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what? So what's so what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one: Danielle thinks Black Lives Matter is just a movement for anarchists and people that want to bring down her beloved country. Is there anything we can do to show her what the Black Lives Matters movement is all about? Absolutely. And this is a really good scenario because I'm sure that there's some people probably listening and not listening or who might hear this and who'll be like, wait one minute. I totally was thinking that, but I was afraid to say it. So this is a good point to bring up. The Black Lives Matter movement is not an anarchist movement. It is not a movement against or for the deprivation of others. It is for the the just defense of the Black community. Because if we cannot stand up and say, hey, this is not okay, we are being unjustly treated and killed, then who will do that for you, right? No one in this life is going to come to your savior, to be your savior. You have to save yourself. Doesn't matter who you are, what gender, sexual orientation, race you are, you are your own savior always. And it is for us to stand up and defend our nation. Uh, and I'm talking about the, the United States within inclusive of all black and brown people. We have to stand up and fight for what is wrongly being done. So Danielle could watch footage of people who've actually been publicly executed. Danielle could go to the Black Lives Matter website and look at all the resources and statistics that are shared about how blacks are treated and unjustly uh, done harm against in this country, as well as pay attention to several news outlets, so conservative and liberal, so you get the full spectrum of all the conversations happening. And she could identify and see, wow, yeah, so when we look at crime, it's so interesting. Every night we just see a bunch of Black and Hispanic people that are talked about for committing crime, even though if you think about it, we are not the majority. So you're saying to me that no white people are committing crimes? No... Right? Like we hear about serial killers randomly, but we hear about black killers every day. 
Right. That's so interesting. That's so we hear about black people and people of color and disenfranchised people on welfare, but we don't hear about other people on welfare. We don't hear about. And and there's nothing wrong with governmental support, but it's how it's framed and the narrative that is put out there in this world. So it is identifiable. The, The fact that black lives are being threatened is not an ideology that exists in black people's minds. It's actually proven in statistics and it's proven through death count. (laughs) <laughs> so she has to just be exposed to that. And then she can maybe reassess her, her statement and her theories around yeah. this conversation. Yeah. I mean, the the best point you made is actually go to the Black Lives Matter website, mm-hmm. right? Because you're just seeing stuff on the news. You're reading tweets from the government. Yeah. I mean, is that really what's going to tell you the truth when that's just falsehoods being shared? I mean, yeah. at least go to the source. Give the source a chance first. Yeah. So check there. See what they say. If you don't understand it. Then Reach again, out to them too. Yeah, technically you can shoot them your, your a message thoughts, and yeah. try to find out more to see, you know, are how are you related to this group or if you're related. Mm-hmm. Because just because you're seeing them lumped together and some people might be saying that, that does not mean it's the truth. Correct. We're in the age of fake news where that's the top thing. So mm-hmm. don't be fooled by fake news. Actually do your research here mm-hmm. and go to the website. You, you'll find out stuff that'll surprise you. You might be like, wow, I didn't even know these things were happening. So... Let me actually reevaluate my thinking process. I think it's Absolutely. that's the best thing for her to do. Scenario two. Valentina has a large social media following and recently used her platform to speak out against the racial injustice this country has let prosper for far too long. A lot of her fans have come out against her, saying they do not want to see politics on her page and have unfollowed her as a result. Do you think Valentina should stay quiet from now on to not risk losing more followers? Another really pointed, uh, pointed kind of scenario question where this is a real thing that people are currently dealing with. A lot of social media activists or social mediaites, uh, people who have presence on social media are sharing and joining the conversation. And so to answer the question, I think it comes down to what Valentina's intentions are. If she outrightly really does care about how injustice is occurring in this country, then she should never fear speaking out or sharing her thoughts because that would be an injustice to her. She has a right to share her opinion and share her belief system, regardless of whether that means she loses followers or people don't want to work with her. At the end of the day, you have to be woke and free and you need to be authentic to yourself. So she should do it. Now, if she's only posting because it's like trending, right? There's SEO behind hashtag Black Lives Matter, then that's a whole separate conversation. But again, on the outside, we would not be able to understand or see that that intention. So if it's authentic, go with it. If people don't rock with you, then they weren't meant to rock with you. If she's doing it to just get some play, then I would ask her to really question why she's doing what she's doing on social media. And, you know, is that the right thing to do with life? Okay. So then I agree with the first part, but I disagree with the second only Mm -hmm. because I don't care what her, I mean, I know that you like intentions, but in terms of this, I just like the idea of being spread just to this large number of people. Even if you're going to monetize it and you don't really care about black lives matter. As long as as you're not mocking it, like it's kind of like, oh man, this is great SEO. I'm going to post this up. And I don't know, I'm not going to do anything. Like mm-hmm. I'm just posting this, but you just posting that can touch uh, one of your followers who goes and said, Hey, let me look into this. Okay. So it's kind of like your wrong intention led to a nice Positive turn of outcome. events. Outcome. Like, yeah. so I would say, even if she's faking it, as long as she's not mocking, if she goes and mocks it, then no, you're hurting the movement. Mm-hmm. But even if she's faking it and just trying to get SEO, I'd rather her not do it than be quiet about it and not like 
alert the issue to all these people because people want to just kind of brush things under a rug. You know, it doesn't affect me, so why do I mm-hmm. care? I just want to go on here to forget about real life. Well, real life affects everything. Sure. Even I mean, the, even social media. Yeah, it affects yeah it affects social media. And then another thing I would say is that look at what all these big companies are doing too. Disney, like all these huge companies are coming out and they Tapping made us they, SEO. They yeah. made us yeah they're they're doing SEO stuff. So I mean, you think but about they're risking, donating money and they are you know starting initiatives that they haven't done before yeah. in the past. So it's really been remarkable to see. Actually. And there's people getting pissed off like at Bezos for his Amazon support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, you know, I think with with companies, it's important that, again, that the intention seems clear, right? And it's not just it's done for a hashtag. I think companies or individuals alike, it's all about what are you, what's what's the out, positive outcome going to be, right? So if you put money and you also hire, you know, black people to the leadership table and, and to the well, that's C-suite, the next step, right? you know, yeah. those are the things that we're now seeing universities now hiring people black for the first time in really high leadership roles. This is the type of change that we need to see. And it's not just for blacks, but it's across the board. They have to bring on Latinas, bring on trans, bring on natives, like bring on the diversity so that we can be innovative at every level of business and government alike. But it's, it's, it's about ultimate change and it's about, it's more than a hashtag, right? It's, it's an actual thing about change, like giving people opportunity that wouldn't, that have normally been denied that opportunity. And I think it's a opportunity to inform people that would otherwise stick their head in the sand. Because people just say, I don't want to hear this issue. I'm Absolutely. doing this to zone out. Nope. And, exactly. You can't zone this out. Yeah, yeah. And to <laughs> be fair, hear. ultimately, I think it is unfair to say, like, we don't want to hear your politics because it's like, well, just because you're on social media doesn't mean that, and you're, you know, an influencer doesn't mean that you don't have political beliefs. It doesn't mean that you don't have spiritual beliefs. doesn't mean that you don't have fashion beliefs and all sorts of, like, people don't exist in a vacuum. Like, <laughs> so, you know, to be human is to be multifaceted, which means, yeah, you most likely do, even when we weren't political we had certain political ideas like you always have multiple things going on and i think we as people need to be understanding and and open to the idea of someone expanding their platform to include politics because if something is on your chest speak free like get get the stuff out there and even if it's offensive right at the end of the day until we know about it that's the problem right like secret covid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> transfers like how they're talking about how like they think that COVID is being like transmitted at a higher rate because of the people who have it and don't know they have it like th- there's too much that lies in secret I think yeah. and I think we have to just expose I think we're in a spirit like you said earlier actually we're in a spirit of uh, earlier in the day we're in a spirit of exposing <laughs> and I think we need to do it from all accounts like from a COVID thing all to racial injustice and beyond. This is very interesting that even just just taking those three words is offensive to people. Like Black the, Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, that, that's this when you just actually just take that. that let's not think about you. anything it else. Let's you. just say we're, we're just going to say these three words and nope, I'm offended. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a, it, wait, wait, wait we just said these three words. Violent threats. Yeah, threat what? Put a gun <laughs> in your face. These words like, ignite it's people. It's really? like, oh, wow. So I didn't realize. So you, I mean, what are you trying to say then? Is that statement false? Ding, 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 ding. Anybody that's offended that statement, I just want them to ask just to reflect on themselves. 
what is the opposite of that statement? Yeah. And if that makes sense to you, then we know we where you have stand. Have, well, we have right? to have a, a deeper conversation. Yeah, so now why that, is it okay to now say black see lives what don't issue. matter? Yeah, like what's what's the issue there? Like, exactly. That's, <laughs> that needs to be discussed. And it Correct. should be able to be discussed openly, too. Absolutely. Don't be it's afraid. Just, we have I mean, to be open. But be civil, though. To... Be civil. Don't just go and chant other phrases Correct. back. That is not the way to no, approach it. Let's talk it out. Let's if you heard the phrase Black Lives Matter and you were offended, why are you offended? Don't yell something contrary to that. What, what exactly offends you about the sin? And we have to, both parties, right? People who support the movement need to hear other people out. And the people who don't support the movement need to hear other thoughts. Definitely. And then also they need to be heard. And we have to be yeah, able just, to conversate and work talk. through this. Yeah. Scenario three. Marion has a vibrant cultural background and is torn on how he can support the Black Lives Matters movement. He is a former detective, so doesn't want to criticize some of his former colleagues. Is there a way he can show support, or should he just bite his tongue? So, you said he's a former detective, detective though, right? Yeah. But So, I think as a former detective, he's going to have a certain type of context as to kind of how black lives were treated within his department and ha- within his reign as a detective. But again, if he comes out and wants to support the movement, he can do that without being deemed a, a traitor to his previous role and, and career. It's all about injustice. Injustice has no affiliation. It is not political in nature. It is literally a construct that occurs because of bad behavior by human beings, right? It's not happenstance. People just don't just all of a sudden shoot themselves, right? It's, it's, People actively taking a gun and shooting someone else. It's people actively giving someone a, a harsher sentence. It's people actively denying people mortgages. It's people actively at like racism and discrimination is an action that is taken by another or many people. So if he wants to show support, he can do it through finance. He can do it through activism. He can do it through education. He can do it through mentorship. There's lots of ways, you know, I'm so always tired of when, whenever we talk about how can I help him, people are like, I don't know. So when you want to buy shoes, when you need to go to the bathroom, when you need to buy clothes, you somehow find a way to do all of those things, but you can't find a way to support uh, a, a movement that prevents the injustice against the community. Cool. Thanks for sharing. thank you thank you for that education yeah so (laughs) this case is interesting because i know there's like the blue code that you're not supposed to report on your other officers so you know it's an interesting stance because i don't know if like let's let's say he did see some incidents of the past should he now bring those incidents from 10 years up ago or should it just no he should let it lie because like anything that's confidential in in nature yeah he should definitely not discuss that i think he needs to talk from the perspective of being a former detective, not yeah. uh, not when he was a current detective. Yeah, like, that I don't would think be he can reference like you know past things. You know what happened happened. He didn't make the action then, so it's kind of like let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> like the don't stir up the nest. There, focus on action. Focus so, on based on what his context is. What could he do now? The, right? And one of the easiest things we didn't discuss it yet on the show is to support black businesses. I think Correct. that's a good way Correct. to help. So. Try to shop at these black businesses and support, you know, all these entrepreneurs out there trying to make some money. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a great way to support it. And also let people know that you're supporting them. That, hey, you know, I tried this out and it was really good product. You should do it too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I myself do that. When I find a new business and I like it, I talk about it. Absolutely. And then I'll mention like, hey, it's actually a black owned business and it's really good stuff. I never try to go the route of, 
for a black business, this is good because that to me is messed up. It should just be this is a good business and it's black people. So yeah, think about supporting it. Don't I don't want to. I'm not someone there that I know some people might do it who just sit there like, eh, it's not that great. I'm going to still support it. I mean, I'm messed up. <laughs> some people would support it, but I'm going to say, hey, you got to be a good business still. And then I'll, you know, I'll be willing to pay. Business is business, right? It has no color, has no creed, has no nationality. Yeah. Good business is good business. When That's it's owned by blacks by. and done by blacks, it's just icing on the cake. And just like this podcast is a good podcast and it just happens to be made by two black people. Booyah! Drop the mic. <laughs> That's what counts. Yeah. Exactly, and it looks like we are at this time again. It's gone by quickly, but it definitely uh, was very meaningful and impactful. I, I think our our dog is stirred up by it, actually. So you it know. excited him. Yeah, you know. Well, we're all black on the inside, eh? So <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Let's live this truth, and this is the coming to the end of our 149th episode of Woke, Woke and Free. free. Good Lord. Quite the episode (laughs) discussing why Black Lives Matter movement matters to us all. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drumroll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing Mexican Dynasties, Woken Free Review. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, submit a topic for an upcoming episode on our Contact Us page because our dog says to do so with his behind. And where are you going to find it? The Contact Us page is at WokenFree.com. So that is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. That's right, JJ, right? Now he's done. Good. <laughs> when it comes to social media, feel free to hit us up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, at Woken Free. And then since you listened to an episode about Black Lives Matter, we absolutely know that you want to support Black podcasters. I mean, how could you not? Good so, idea. So, you know where to go. Contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Black Lives Matter!